Welcome back to the Quiet Mind Astrology Podcast. My name is Jeremy Devins, and now I'm going to share about the April 2023 transits. We've got some big stuff happening this month, but you might be feeling kind of down because Jupiter has been combust. And this month, Jupiter is in the Gandanta space of the sky, where it is transiting from a water to a fire sign, from Pisces to Aries. So this can bring some challenges. And we've got the new moon and full moon, of course, this month, as well as the eclipse season starting this month and sun going into its exaltation in Aries. So lots of powerful shifts of energy this month. And I'll share about how you can work with each of them here in the podcast. And if you'd like to know how to work with them personally, get your free birth chart at quietmindastrology.com slash free birth chart. And I have opened up space for one-to-one readings this month. So you can schedule one-to-one reading with me at quietmindastrology.com right now. So first thing I need to talk about is what's going on with Jupiter. So you might be feeling a little less hopeful, a little less optimistic, and that's okay. This is part of one of the cycles of time that we go through. It will pass. And I've been talking to a lot of people kind of going through this of like, what's really important to me anymore? What do I really value? And I'm going through a little of that myself too, right? I've had, I've been fortunate to have some good success in the things that I love to do. And now what, right? So uh, whether it's challenges or successes, we're still at this point of like, now what? What do you want to create going forward? And with all the advancements in AI, I've been talking to people as well who are feeling somewhat concerned and even down about that of like the trajectory is that AI can replace pretty much any job eventually including what I'm doing, including what most people are doing. And we're not that far off from it. I've been talking about this for many months here on the podcast, years now, about how we're moving towards this time in about 10 years, maybe 15 years, where we will have this luxury of technology being able to do most of the jobs that most people have been doing for the last generation or two. Then what? Sorry, so like that same question of like, now what? So if your job is replaced by a robot, now what what do you do? And what's really important? And they can do creative tasks, which I I was wrong about this. I thought the creative tasks would take a while, but art and music and graphics and videos, these kind of things are happening. Like they're pretty rough right now. They're not going to replace any jobs this year, probably with creative things, but it's on the trajectory. So the question becomes like, what really matters to you? And This is actually one of the more challenging months to even be talking about that kind of stuff or thinking about it. So you might want to do some journaling, some meditation, but working with Jupiter is working with teachers. It's working with philosophy, teachings, religion, spirituality. What are the things that you come back to? Maybe it's like the Bhagavad Gita or the Tao Te Ching or the Holy Bible or whatever that thing is for you that you can come back to to kind of gain some spiritual perspective on things can be really helpful throughout this month. But you might not have your best thinking and you might not be as optimistic and hopeful to even see the possibilities of things right now, but that will pass in a little over a month. So we'll talk about that as we get to it as well. But that's one of the main themes I'm seeing a lot right now is in a lot of ways things are going well with the transits, there's a lot of forward movement, a lot of possibility, a lot of potential still moving up to this eclipse in April 20th. But you might be feeling a little bit lacking hope and lacking optimism, despite all that forward momentum, and even sometimes in spite of it. 
where it's like, yeah, it's like, what should I, I should be more grateful. I should be more happy. Like what's going on in me that I'm not feeling that you, you might be feeling these kind of things and that's okay. That is part of this transit, this Jupiter, Gandanta, Jupiter combust. It is a turning point in this way. And then when Jupiter gets to Aries on the 21st, there will be a big shift in that where you start to feel more hopeful and optimistic again. And then towards the end of the month and really into early May, starting to feel that hope come back, the inspiration, the connection to your teachings. But right now, throughout this month, one of the main themes I encourage is just being like a humble student of whatever your philosophy is. For me, yoga philosophy, Sanatana Dharma is a big part of that for me, which is essentially yoga philosophy and from the Vedic texts like the Bhagavad Gita, these teachings of uh, essentially things like ahimsa, non-harming, uh, things like contentment, santosha, appreciating what we have, things like Ishvari Pranidana, surrender to a greater source of power than ourselves and not thinking that we are in control. And as the saying goes, you know, if you want to hear God laugh, just tell them your plans and see what happens. So it's important to remain humble and remain a student of whatever your philosophy, your teachings are. And if you're looking for something, I love the Tao Te Ching, the Taoist philosophy, and I love Sanatana Dharma teachings like the Bhagavad Gita and the Upanishads. That's a lot of the core of my own personal philosophy and it aligns with the yoga tradition and the Vedic tradition and Vedic astrology. So if you're interested in that, that is a place to explore. But whatever it is for you, coming back to those teachings and that path can really help you kind of survive through this month. And this is more of that kind of energy this month where it's kind of, okay, going with this challenge. And if you try to be too optimistic or override it, it could be even more discouraging and it could be kind of defeating and deflating of setting some big goals and then just feeling dejected when they don't work out. It's okay. It happens, you know, and if, if you want to explore going against what I'm saying, do that too. Like I always encourage test what I say, don't take it at face value, just explore what works for you. But those are some of the energies based on the patterns I've seen, you know, I've been doing this a long time. I look at lots of case studies and lots of examples to find the patterns and it's just a pattern we're going through. And when we see it in that big picture perspective, it's not so daunting, it's not so heavy and oppressive, it's gonna pass. So let's go into what's going on this week and then I'll talk about some of the high level stuff for the month. And of course, as we go through the month, I'll be going more detail each week along the way. So this week on Monday, April 3rd, we've got Venus in Kritika for 11 days. This is a time that can highlight creativity, passion, and transformational kind of work. Things like yoga and meditative practices that bring about transformation, working out, exercising. These are great uses of this energy and doing them in partnership if possible and doing things that you love if possible. There can be a lot of creative energy with your relationships and what you want to create in romance, dating, intimacy, and artistic artistically. So maybe there's some sort of artistic project you want to explore here. This is a great time to do that. It's the power of fire and cutting through obstacles is what Kritika is all about. So especially more vigorous kind of yoga practices can help a lot with that and help quiet the mind, help calm the body, help you kind of cut through any tension in the body, any worry, confusion, cloudiness in the mind. 
And then just after that, on Wednesday, April 5th, Venus in Taurus for 27 days. Now, Venus has been in Pisces and then Aries, and now it goes into Taurus. So this is a more stabilizing energy for relationships. Venus and Aries, more fiery, more passionate, more abrupt. Now it's starting to settle that energy down and kind of cool that energy off. And this can bring about more stability in your life and slowing things down a bit and all your passions and pursuits and relationship stuff going on calms down a bit. And it's a good time to seek more comfort and security and appreciate the nice things that you have and maybe even having some nice self-care practices and creating a more harmonious home environment with Venus and Taurus for about a month. Also on Wednesday, April 5th, we've got the full moon in Virgo in Hasta Nakshatra. As always, the full moon and new moon days are generally good days to kind of chill out, relax, lay low, and reflect and plan. So full moon, a time of completion, closure, celebration. And in Virgo in Hasta Nakshatra, celebrating what you've manifested in your life, what you've created. The work that you've done with your hands. Hasta represents hands and it can be this crafty creative energy. So maybe you've created something in your life and you want to build upon that. You want to celebrate it now and start to build upon it as we get to the next new moon and the eclipse. This is a time to set intentions, but also to celebrate what has happened and how you want to move forward with that for the next two weeks after this. And then Saturday, April 8th through May 6th is Jupiter Gandanta. Gandanta is a knot, K-N-O-T. It's a karmic knot that is something in your life where something has become sort of bound up, right? It's Think of it as like Jupiter is going through all the 12 signs of the zodiac, and then there's certain points where it goes from a water to a fire sign, like Pisces to Aries. And that is the Gandanta point where all the stuff you've accumulated over the last 12 years of this Jupiter transit, now what has become bound up? What's become stuck? What's become blocked in your spiritual path, your religion, your philosophy, with your teachers, with your own teaching, if you are a teacher, that needs to be addressed and unknotted. Like you have like a bunch of cables laying around or cords or, or long ropes or anything like that, hose, you, you know, it just gets knotted up at certain points and you, you got to address that. Otherwise the water won't flow through the hose, for example. And you can try as much, putting as much water through it as you want, but if there's a knot there, it's not going to flow through. So you've got to slow down. You've got to untangle that knot and address it. And then the water can flow through the hose again as a metaphor. And that is, in this case, the water is your spiritual path, your teachers, the teachings that you follow or teach yourself. And are you living those teachings? Is there something you want to adjust? Is there something no longer working that you want to address and change? This is the time where those things come up and you, uh, you notice where things are blocked. April 8th to May 6th, it becomes very clear, like, okay, this isn't working, that's not flowing, that's not working as I hoped, not feeling as inspired as I was about this thing. And what's in the way of that? Maybe you want to start going to a regular spiritual experience, like maybe a church every week or a temple once a week. Or maybe you want to be applying your philosophy that you haven't been applying. And maybe you follow the eight limbs of yoga and you realize you haven't been practicing ahimsa as, you much, as much as you would like to. Maybe you've 
gotten kind of wrapped up in some things in your ego and you're not practicing the Ishvari Pranidhana, the spiritual surrender kind of practice. Whatever it is for you, that, that knot will become a lot clearer, May April 8th to May 6th, so you can address it. And you'll feel it more pronounced. You'll feel more blocked in that area so that you can uncover that and, oh, there it is. That's where the block is. Now I can untangle it and free up that energy. Now, Saturday, April 8th, also, Mercury goes into Barani Nakshatra for 30 days because of the transits of Mercury going retrograde. So it'll spend a lot of time in Barani this year and Mercury's communication. Barani is a creative energy. So it's a great time to share your ideas, to be learning about things, to be a student of a subject, to be in communication with others about things of interest that you want to create in the world, like brainstorming ideas. It's a good time to bring a focus into your expression of your intellect and your ideas and your insights that you have in your life, embracing new ideas and projects and channeling the creative force of Barani to expand your personal horizons and cultivate personal growth through communication and learning. Now, later this month, the other transits going on, some of the bigger ones, we'll talk about, uh, there's actually quite a few more we'll talk about as we get to them throughout the month. But on April 10th through 17th, the sun is in its Gandanta point from Pisces to Aries. And it's a time to notice where you've gotten stuck around authority and leadership, leaders in your life, managers, bosses, or yourself as a leader. And I believe we're all leaders in some extent in our own lives, like we're choosing how to manage our time and energy. And if you're a parent, you're leading your children. If you're an employee, you're leading your customers or the people around you in your job. And of course, if you're a manager, it's more obvious you're a leader of the team. So wherever you are in a role of authority and leadership and choosing how to use resources and time and energy, you might notice where you've gotten blocked there, where things have gotten stuck, things are not flowing as they once have, and you can unkink the hose here and allow that to flow more, allowing more creativity, more vitality, more health and wellness in your life. And if you are not doing something for your health and wellness, it becomes more obvious here where the energy is getting stuck. So you can free it up and come back to practices that do bring you more energy. Then through this Friday, April 14th, sun goes into Aries for 31 days in its space of exaltation. The sun in Aries is a very powerful transit and it is that energy of the springtime, of beginnings, of newness, of possibility. It's the strongest place the sun can be. It's the best expression of the Aries energy and you may find yourself more inspired, more creative, especially if you've done the work through the Gandanta point, April 10th to 14th, to unblock that energy and free up that energy. Uh, even through this Gandanta through the 17th, now that it's in Aries, you can feel more inspired, energized, action-oriented, creative. It's a great time to start new health protocols, new exercise programs, new diet and health routines new supplements, these kind of things are all very favorable, very energizing kind of transit. Then on Thursday, April 20th, the new moon in Ashwini Nakshatra, also in Aries, of course, this is a portal into new experiences. This is the eclipse. Eclipse is a portal of transformation. And I don't recommend doing any major things, making major decisions on that day of April 20th, if possible. 
So kind of lay low that day, but around this time, you're likely making some major life decisions of what door you're going to go through. And once you go through that door of the eclipse, you cannot go back. It is a big decision turning point in life. And these eclipses happen every year in pairs. So we go through these every year, these big decisions, like what job you want to focus on, what home you want to live in, what relationship choices you want to make. And those decisions are very important, but it's also, I recommend that you don't make them on the day of the eclipse. So not April 20th, April 19th, April 21st, around those days is fine. But you may feel that coming to a head throughout this month, especially with all the Gandanta energy and all this like noticing where you're blocked, noticing where things have gotten stuck. And that energy of Jupiter being in combustion where you're not feeling as hopeful and optimistic, it might be harder to see clearly to know what to change but you're likely around this time to get powerful intuitive insights. If you can be in or near water on the 20th, that's favorable, like in the ocean, rivers, baths, even just a shower, like a long shower, getting in the water element can help you connect to your intuition. Water is in this way considered like a conductive energy for insight and intuition on a spiritual realm. And if you're feeling blocked in your connection to like what's next or what to focus on or what you feel called to water can really help drinking a lot of water of course sweating exercising can help with this as well and then rehydrating it's a time where you may want to allow more spontaneity in your life and be more open to new possibilities and we're going to talk about this a lot more when we get there towards the end of the month and april 20th because there is much more to say about this but it is a powerful energy and a powerful opportunity to make a big shift in your life. The next transit, there's two big ones. The next day on April 21st, Friday, Jupiter goes into Aries for a whole uh, year because Jupiter stays in a sign for a year and it goes to the whole Zodiac in 12 years. And Jupiter, expansion, growth, optimism, hopefulness, bounty, abundance in Aries, ambition, drive, action right so this is a wonderful transit for starting new things for being more enthusiastic more confident pursuing new experiences it's going to feel a little limited here at the beginning until early may because of the jupiter being gandanta here but you'll feel the shift april 21st that's where you might start to feel more entrepreneurial more inspired like i could do this i could do that what about this and some more hope comes back and more so by the end of this whole bit of this in early May, like you'll really feel okay, energy has been unblocked, unkinked, optimism's online, the hopefulness is here. Let's, what do we want to begin? What do we want to start? That's only limited and tempered by Mercury being retrograde on the same day. Mercury goes retrograde on April 21st in Barney. So I'm going to talk more about Jupiter and Aries sign by sign because that is a massive transit whenever. Saturn, Jupiter, Rahu, and K2 transit. Those are big ones that warrant their own episode. So that will be coming later this month. But also on the April 21st, Mercury goes retrograde. So that slows it down a little bit. And it will be okay once we get past the retrograde, past the eclipse season. Uh, it is a powerful forward movement kind of energy. And we see that all throughout a lot of 23. Uh, a lot of breakthroughs happening technology like I've been talking about happening and a lot of possibility. So 
the sense of possibility may be a little too much throughout this year so far for some people, uh, a little intense, but it's a great time to be creating new things. And now we get to April 21st with Mercury turning retrograde in Barney, the creative energy. It's about slowing down about those creative ideas and the inspiration that you may have had so far this year and all the breakthroughs we've been seeing in AI and technology this year, all that stuff slows down a bit here on the 21st. So remember, as I talked about in the episode a while ago about retrogrades, a new way of looking at retrogrades, check out that one if you haven't heard it. We're physically closer to the planet at that time, and it just appears to be going retrograde. It's sort of an obstacle illusion, and it's, a, it's an opportunity to change our perspective, to slow down a little bit ourselves, to see things from a new perspective and not be focusing on more, 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 next, next, next. But okay, what have I done? What have I created in my business, in my commerce, in my creativity? And what can I let go of? What can I review, revise, revisit, restore, resolve, recover, reimagine? So whenever these big retrogrades happen, think of the RE words. If it starts with RE, it's a good time for doing that. And with retrograde and Barney, Barney is about creative energy, it's symbolized by a yoni, which represents the transformation from not being alive to being alive, a portal from gestation into physical expression. And with that is all things to do with creative energy and also endings of things as well. So a portal from one phase of life into another and a time where maybe it's time to let go of some things. Maybe it's time to reimagine some things that have been happening and review, revise, revisit, resolve, restore, rest, reimagine things as needed. Then on April 24th through May 10th, throughout this retrograde time, Mercury will be combust in Aries. So Mercury's always close to the sun, but now it's so close that it's overshadowed by the sun. So the light of the sun is actually kind of drowning out the light of our seeing Mercury. So the sun overpowering Mercury is generally the combustions are a negative thing. So it's a time to be mindful of any sort of harsh communication, hurtful communication, rushed communication. If you feel like you need to say something now and it's a little harsh, maybe that is the combustion speaking and it's time to slow down a little bit between April 24th and May 10th during this Mercury retrograde. So that adds some challenge to it. At the same time, we've got the Jupiter and the Gandanta at that time. So throughout the end of the month, you might feel very inspired, very energized, lots of ideas and possibilities, but go slow. There's no rush, right? There's, we've got long cycles to work with here and lots of space to take your time with it and know that around early May, like the second week of May, all that inspiration will start to come to more of a fruition and more of action backing that inspiration and intuition and, and those ideas and the sort of living your philosophy, living your values. Right now, as we go through April, it's time to reconnect to your teachers and the teachings of value to you and the things that connect you to your values and spirituality and philosophy no, you might not feel as hopeful and optimistic as you would like, or as you may usually even. You can feel more down, and that's okay. 
turn to the teachings and teachers that help you, the guides, the friends, the people that you can trust to tell you the truth and, and be caring and supportive for you and be that for others as well. And as we get towards the 20th, 21st, that's the big portal, the big turning point of the month and really one of the big turning points of the whole year where you start to assess like what you want to prioritize now. And you can look to more detail with this where Aries is in your chart, where the number one is, that house is part of this big transit. You can go back to the past episodes on the houses for more on that. And then when we get to the Jupiter transit, I will do a sign-by-sign -sign horoscope as well to go in more detail with that. But that is the quick overview of April 2023. And again, if you want to know how this affects you personally, get your free birth chart at quietmindastrology.com, where you can also schedule a one-to-one -one reading, a life alignment reading, where we address all areas of your life, including these transits, including your dashas that you're going through, and how you can best work with all of it quietmindastrology.com. If you're enjoying the podcast, please take a moment to leave a review. It helps a lot, helps us reach more people and share this incredible life-changing work with people who are looking for it. All you got to do is leave a quick review on Apple Podcasts or in the show notes on Google Reviews. That helps as well. Thanks for listening and look forward to sharing more with you next time on the Quiet Mind Astrology Podcast.